Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, cellular organisms depicted as endearing characters, dramatic situations caused by stress, disturbing depictions of STDs, informative information about the liver, and just general medical knowledge. Listener discretion is advised. Spark and Mong Review, episode 355. Cells at Work, Code Black. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and vain reviews about connect the enhanced narratives. I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? I hope all of you have been doing well since last week, I hope you've been relaxing, reading good manga, and if you watch the Oscars, I hope that the series, movies, and actors that you liked won. I am very happy that Parasite won Best Film and Best International Film, very excited about that. A little bummed out that Claws did not win Animated Feature, but... You know, that's how it goes. It's a, kind of a popularity contest. But I digress, because this is not the movie podcast. This is a podcast about manga and anime. So I hope you guys have been doing well. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Sparkin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. Now, what does that mean? Pretty much what it means is every episode we talk about one to two geeky topics. And we tell you the pros and cons about it. How the art style is, the characters are, the overarching plot, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I, my co-host, say, but we try to be educational, informative, enlightening, and most importantly, entertaining. You can listen to any of our numerous episodes. We have over 300 episodes of just the manga podcast alone. What's the movie podcast, game podcast, convention podcast, all. You can find them all at www.spirakenspirakin.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N or X-A-N S-P-I-R-A-K-N. I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. And if you do go to these sites, definitely follow us, like us, comment, let us know what you think about this podcast, what you enjoy, and what you'd like to see us review. Now, one other thing, if you have a chance and if you want to do something cool for us, go to tinyurl.com forward slash H-E-L-P-X-A-N. That's tinyurl.com forward slash helpzan and that goes to our Apple Podcast website where you can leave comments. Leave some comments and let us know what you think. You know, the more comments and the more uh, ratings we have that affects how we get sponsors and other things so we can keep producing a great podcast like we have been. More importantly than that, it gives me more of a reason to keep wanting to do this podcast because every time I see a really good rating or a really good review it kind of gives me a little more incentive to want to keep going and maybe release more content. We'll see how it goes. However, since we had so many people who enjoyed our last episode with one of our new segments, we're going to keep doing it, and that is our news segment. So we're talking about some manga news, because a lot of times we talk about anime news, but we have some good manga news and a lot that happened this week. So let's get on with it, shall we? So, starting from last Thursday through today, let's see what news we had. Well, first off, the big one is that Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba is the first manga ever in Japan's history to take the entire weekly top ten. That means that 10 different volumes of the manga appeared on the top 10, which is pretty awesome. Now, because of this weird rise in popularity, they actually interviewed the editor-in-chief of Shonen Jump, Hiroyuki Nakano. And when asked about the meteoric rise of Demon Slayer, he says, Normally most mangas generally sell more copies throughout the anime's run. However, this series, the sales shot through the roof after the anime ended. He's like showed that like a large number of people watch the anime through the, all the different streaming services 
And then after it ended, they got super excited to see what happened. And he's kind of intrigued at the fact that how the anime industry has changed because of that, and the manga industry has changed over that. The symbiotic relationship between manga and anime series has changed dramatically. Now people are going to be more interested in reading further on in the manga, perhaps, because the streaming service is only going to give you half the series is in different plots. I'm intrigued to see where this goes. But it's kind of crazy also that the series didn't become a hit until three years after it was released. It released in 2016, but then 2019 it became huge. So, kind of weird. But anyway... Let's get on with some other news we have. So, other big news. We have Yo Somiya's Pleasure and Corruption, the manga. This is a manga series we talked about that's being released by Denpa later this year. Well, this series, the final volume, is coming out on February 21st. So, that series is done. So, we know that we're going to get the majority of the series pretty quick from Denpa. That is cool. In other news, Rookie Manga Co. Waka Hiroko's My Broken Mariko, the manga, is getting a... English release, and we have no idea when it's to be released, but this is a very interesting one-shot about a guy who finds out that his friend died, goes to visit her father, and it turns out her father was not the greatest person, was maybe doing bad things to his daughter, so this guy takes her urn and her ashes and runs off. So, I'm kind of intrigued by it, it's also a little disturbing, a little maybe a little romantic, but we'll have to wait and see. Now... Other news, last week we talked about how a certain character in My Hero Academia had to get a name change because his name meant something really bad. Well, this character is now being known as Kyodai Garaki. Uh, and Shuisha and series creator Horikoshi both apologized tremendously about the situation on Friday. Other news, uh, Dorohiro Manga is getting a new chapter. Uh, 17 months after the series ended, so I don't know if this is an epilogue or if it's a one-off. really don't know. Now, we're going to finish this off with two other news. First off, this is kind of a little bit of a dramatic news. Um, the creator of Gangsta, the mangaka known as Kyosuke. We have no idea if man or woman just did know as Kyosuke. That's all we know. But they've been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. Specifically, systemic lupus erythematosus. Now, this is an uh, immune disease that causes inflamed main joints, anemia, fever. It's pretty not good. However, the mangaka explained what's going on. The fact that they're blind in one eye is really disturbing. However, they're still going to work no matter what, but it's going to be a little bit slower because the joints and mobility is a little slower. And they've already submitted a new chapter of the Gangsta Manga. This is almost like Satoshi Khan when he didn't admit he had cancer until like three days before he died. It's kind of that weird worth ethic that's really just... It's a good worth ethic, and but it's also kind of traumatic because you want them to, to take care of themselves and not work themselves to death. Anyway, our final one is one which is pretty cool. Now, I said earlier, before everything else that Parasite won Best Picture. Now, one of the fans of Parasite is Naoki Urasawa, creator of Monster, Pluto, 21st Century Boys, or 20th Century Boys. And he actually drew a picture for Bong Joon, the creator of Parasite, congratulating him. It's pretty cool, you know? It's, it's just a nice little thing that was done because he's a fan. So, not everything's all depressing in this world. Uh, so that's the news for the day. 
Uh, we should be getting into the manga releases before I forget, and we will do that, because there are some good manga releases this week. Some that are great and some that are terrible. Now, the first one is A Tropic Fish Yearns for Snow, Volume 2. Don't know what that's about, but intrigued. You have Beyond the Clouds, Volume 1. Bloom Into You, The Light Novel, Volume 1. Bloom Into You, The Manga, Volume 7. Citrus Plus, Volume 1. Fire in His Fingertips, A Flirty Fireman Ravages Me with His Smoldering Gaze, Volume 1. I am guessing that that is Harlequin-level sexy time manga. I'm guessing that's like uh, that's housewife-like bedtime stories, if you know what I mean. You have Full Metal Alchemist, the Full Metal Edition, Volume 8. That's the Omnibus Edition. Pretty cool. You have Hyatt the Combat Butler, Volume 35. I've just given up trying to rationalize that this series is going to go on forever. It is going to go on forever, so yeah. You have Kasasan and Yamada, Volume 1. Kino's Journey, The Beautiful World, Volume 5. Komi Can't Communicate, Volume 5. My Androgynous Boyfriend, Volume 1. Our Wonderful Days, Volume 2. Scarlet, Volume 1. The Carp on the Chopping Block Jumps Twice, Manga. The Conditions of Paradise, the manga, and Transformers, the manga, volume one. So, out of these ones, the ones I'm most interested in are kind of more the, the ones at the end of the list. Like, the Conditions of Paradise, I'm intrigued by. The Carp on the Chopping Block jumps twice. Um, don't know what it's about, but I'm intrigued. Uh, Kino's Journey, I've always enjoyed Kino's Journey. And last and not least, uh, Kasesan and Yamada, because I want to see what that's about. Don't know, and I'm going to put on the Wheel of Manga. We'll have to wait and see. So what are you guys thinking about? What are you guys interested in? Let me know. Zan, X-A-N, Inspirekin.com. Email me. Let me know what manga you're interested in reading. And so, now we've got news and manga release out of the way. Usually we do get to the manga release, or the review. However, just want to bring up, it's Valentine's Day weekend. I hope that you and friends, family, loved ones... Get to have a relaxing day on Valentine's Day. If you don't celebrate, hope you do something cool for yourself. Have a not-Valentine's Day for yourself. Go treat yourself to a movie. Go see something cool like Harley Quinn or uh, what else is there? Bad Boys. So, something violent, something disturbing. Watch it, enjoy it, have fun with it. And if you are with a significant other and you're having a blast, do something really cool. Maybe have a book date. Uh, last year, Greta and I... Ended up going to a bookstore. We did catch the flu at the bookstore, but we went. ended up spending most of Valentine's Day at a bookstore, chilling out, reading books, and looking at really cool things. So it's always something cool to do. And hope you guys have a great one. And uh, from us to you, happy Valentine's Day. Well, it's coming in a couple days, but happy pre-Valentine's Day. Now, let's get to the other part, shall we? The part you've been waiting for, the review of the podcast, because this one is pretty cool. It's one which I didn't expect to happen because I put both the original series and the spinoff, and surprisingly I got the spinoff first, which I'm shocked at. So, there's going to be some spoilers for the original series, but we can get to that in a little bit. So, the manga that I spun in the last episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review was written by Shigemitsu Harada and illustrated by Isai Hotsuyoshi. Now, this is an adapt- a spinoff of a series that was written by Akane Shimizu. Actually, this is the third spinoff, so there it goes there. This is published by Kodansha, uh, specifically Kodansha USA in the U.S. It is a set-in series that is a slice-of-life educational 
suspense series, kind of? It's kind of confusing. And the series we're talking about is Cells at Work, Code Black. Now, if you've never heard of Cells at Work, it's a very simple plot. It's a anthropomorphizing show where they anthropomorphize which isn't anthropomorphic. But this is specifically the cells inside the human body. This takes place inside one human body, and we see these cells interacting in unique ways, and they're depicted in ways that kind of make sense. For example, the red blood cells, they are package delivered, so like a UPS, they're delivering oxygen throughout the body. Makes sense. White blood cells are a bunch of soldiers. Depending on the type they are, they're either really bloodthirsty or they're kind of chilled out. And their job is to fight infection. You have the adorable and cute platelets, who they're like a children's construction crew. Their job is to repair the body, and that's what they do. You have the viruses that look like monsters, you have uh, T-cells, you have dendrite cells, which are like messenger cells, they're kind of like call centers. You have memory cells, who are just weird and paranoid and crazy. You have um, the mass cells, that they're, uh, what is it, the, uh, they're like, they re they're the allergic re reaction response group. And you have all these other cells that you deal with. And Cells at Work just deals with these two cells, one red blood cell and one white blood cell, as they go from day-to-day -day life. And the manga covers a lot of things like pollen, influenza, scrape wounds, food poisonings, the common cold, acne. Very benign but relatable things. You know, the last volume of the manga in 2017, then they get kind of dramatic with cancer. That's the last thing they cover. But... It does cover a lot of little things over time. It even covers acquired immunity through uh, parent-to-child, you know, breast milk, things like that. It's a very educational manga. Now, there were three spin-offs. The first spin-off is Bacteria at Work, which goes over the bacteria in the body. Then you have Cells that Don't Work, dealing with cells uh, deteriorating. It's kind of depressing. Now, this one, Cells at Work Code Black, is a little different. This deals with problems in the body that have been caused because the human is too stupid or insane to do things. For example, this opens up with smoking. Yes, having carbon monoxide in your body and nicotine and what it actually does to your body. It doesn't get better from that. Also, before I forget, our main character for Cells at Work Code Black is a different red blood cell. He's a young man with glasses, very polite. He's a newbie. He's being trained by an older red blood cell who, unfortunately, after the second volume, he goes bye-bye. You actually see what happens to red blood cells when they go bye-bye. It's really, it's, it's heartwarming and sad at the same time, but digress. And then there is a white blood cell that he's infatuated with. And to describe this female white blood cell, very simply, think of Black Widow. Except she's wearing all white. You could see more boob. She has long hair, and she is wielding a giant katana. Now, compared to the regular version of White T-Cell, which is the guy with a baseball cap, this one could beat the shit out of him. But you really don't deal with her too much because you have other issues going on. Like I said, these are more problems because the human did something dumb. The first one is dealing with smoking cigarettes and how that screws up the lungs, screws up blood flow, and so on. You have the liver. Now, the liver function actually shows how the liver is almost like a nightclub because that's where the blood cells go to filter out alcohol because alcohol makes them slow and sticky, and then they go to this bar. They drink this uh, chemical, which actually will remove the alcohol from them, which comes out of smoke, and it's kind of cool. And he's sitting there chilling out at this club. There's also a couple of geisha-esque cells. Turns out these geisha-esque cells, which I don't 
I didn't remember the name of, I didn't write it down. But their job is kind of to comfort cells that died because his senpai dies in the middle of the room. He's just, he looks like a perv. He's sitting on the girl. He's like, hey, perv, come on, we gotta go. Oh, wait, what? Boss, what happened? You okay? It's like, don't, this happens to all of us. Eventually, our time runs out and we'll deal with this. Um, the one over there who looks like a Miko, her job is to comfort the cell and take care of it and reabsorb it into the body in a way which looks kind of sexy, kinky, and weird at the same time. This one's a lot more weird, not gonna lie. Because the next chapter is the one which is the most important. They deal with ED! Yes, erectile dysfunction. You deal with getting an erection and the deal with ejaculation and then when it doesn't work. And it's kind of depressing on a more screwed up way because it makes you, like it shows... The whole thing with how sperm is made and how cute they are, like little kids. And they're going to go in their little spaceships, because apparently sperms are spaceships, whatever. And they're going to shoot in to find the egg. And that's what they're excited to do. And then the red puzzle's like, yeah, so they're going to do it. They're going to do their job. He's like, no, not exactly. Because sometimes it's not just for reproduction, it's for fun, too. He's like, but but, they're, but they but they have their missions. like, yeah, we know. We think we sent them off on a death, a death mission. So, yeah. So that's kind of depressing. Just a little bit. And then, to finish off, besides hair loss, we have something even more disturbing than hair loss. And what are we talking about? We're talking about an invasion by a virus. The first virus in the series, and that is the worst one of all. Gonococosis. Yes, gonorrhea. This is a very what-the-fuck manga. I was like, oh, this would be like cells at work. It'll be okay. It's like, no, this doesn't pull its fucking punches. Apparently later on it goes into heart disease, heart attack, actually the body dies and you see how the body reacts to that and how they have to fix the body like with resuscitation and how caffeine affects the blood cells. Um, you have uh, the last job that the body does when it dies. It's like super depressing, but it's also kind of, it's intriguing, but it's super depressing and that's kind of a turn off because... I really like Cells at Work, even though it does cover it does cover some gross things. I enjoy Cells at Work. I think it's a really educational and fun manga that deals with topics that you wouldn't think of in a very fun, unique way. And this one does do the same thing, but it's a lot more depressing, and it just it feels more like it's just dealing with darker stuff because it is. Because Code Black is the you're fucked because you screwed up because it's a 35 year old guy who smokes too much, who drinks too much, who's having unprotected sex, he's super stressed out, and more importantly than that, he is doing bad things to himself, and just slowly killing himself, and this is why you should take care of your body. That's what the this series seems to be talking about, is taking care of your body. The first one is, okay, here's how the body works, and also don't scratch any scabs, because that'll make the platelets have to do more work, because they're cute. Yeah. <laughs> so this does the same thing, but... In a more dramatic and disturbing way. So our style is just the same as Cells at Work. It's a little more... It's very similar, even though it's different artists. I've got to say, I do enjoy some aspects of it. I love the design work of the characters and how some of the systems are done. Um, I will admit the entire third chapter where we talked about that one bodily function that, you know, including ED, that whole thing is just kind of... It was drawn very disturbingly. You don't see the body part, but you see how the interior works, and it's kind of, what the fuck, if that makes sense. Uh, same thing with the hair loss episode or issue. It's kind of, eh. 
However, anyway, this is a manga which is for 18 plus, obviously, because most teenagers won't have to deal with most of this stuff, like athletes, well, athletes what anyone will deal with, but like ED, confusion, overworking, gonorrhea, well, hopefully you know how to deal with gonorrhea, heart attacks, uh, pulmonary thrombosis, etc., etc. So, let's get to it, shall we? The art style is great, the story is intriguing, well, the art style is kind of disturbing at times. However... I'm kind of stuck because I never gave a review for the first series. I should actually just combine the two and review them both because Cells at Work is very similar. It just it covers different things. It covers syntokinus, antigen shifts, and it's a very endearing series where we have a female blood cell and a male blood cell as opposed to Code Black, which is the reverse, and they're more chipper and happy and it's a lot more positive. And their viruses are done in like as evil megalomaniac monsters. Like some are very intelligent and smart, and other ones are horrific, just like Power Rangers level. Blah! I destroy all type things. In the manga for cells at work, the cancer cell is like a super an antagonistic cell that's like a anarchist who wants to destroy the world, and he's reoccurring in the background. This one, the only two you have is from uh, the one who causes fever, who that one is just kind of, you've seen her before, same as that one, and then you have the gonorrhosis, who looks like a giant tentacle monster, and something I have to say is, since it's a female uh, cell, yeah, it's kind of tentacle porny. So this is obviously for 18 and plus, like I said before, but, so for my rating... I'm actually going to review both of them. So we're going to say that um, the original Cells at Work is a really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this now, you bring it for your soul, your soul, be so forfeit. It's an intriguing story that has action, kind of a little bit of romance. It's educational, and it does something very different for a manga. It goes and makes you understand how the cells work. There's actually a YouTube channel that is, the doctor runs is watching Cells at Work and reading it. And he's like, yeah, this is factually correct. There's like some discrepancies, but nothing dramatic. It's really an intelligent biological manga. Now, on the other hand, Code Black. One, it's wrapped in plastic, so if you're under 18, you know, you're not going to check it out unless you rip open the plastic, but whatever. I want to give it a high rating. However, there's some things in it that are disturbing and twisted that I can't take away from it. And for that reason, I'm going to have to drop it down to... Borrow from a friend and they'll return less offered Pocky because it's a good manga, but there's some scenes that you don't want to read about, you don't want to know about, you want to just ignore and pretend that it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't want to read about gon gonorrhea or about foot gout or some of the other disturbing things which are in the manga. You really don't. It gets in a very, it's like, okay, here's the factual information about it. You're like, I don't want to read how this works. This is disturbing. And when you see it, it's it makes you want to take care of your body a little more. Which is a, a plus. So this is a good workout manga. If you want to like, hey, why do you need to work out? Read this manga. It'll do that for you. It'll make you want to, why do you not want to drink alcohol or smoke cigarettes? Or have unprotected sex? This manga will explain why. That's the, the one thing I'll say about it. So if you've read Cells at Work Code Back and you disagree with me, email me, zansparker.com. Let me know why you think Code Black is worth a better rating than what I gave it. Or if you think it, it was a worse manga, let me know. Zanspirekin.com or at Spirekin on Twitter. So, with 
member, you can check out any of our other episodes at www.spyrecord.com. You can email me personally at zanspyrecord.com or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and various other social media sites. And now, with that in mind, let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So what we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, there's a manga tile connected to that number, and that number is what we're going to review in the next episode. So we got some great titles on here, some very eloquent titles. I've even put in the new Rose of Versailles manga. Well, it's an old manga, but Udon Entertainment finally released the Rose of Versailles manga. And that's on here, but let's spin it see we're going to review in the next episode, shall we? I'm excited. Number eight. Been really sticking on that one side for some reason lately, but well, we'll see how it goes. If I can fix that. Maybe tighten the wheel a little bit. Anyway, number eight. So, the next episode, we're reviewing a more unique manga because it's not a series it's a one shot and it's actually a hardcover and the manga we're talking about is cats of the louvre what is it about how's the art style well you have to wait till the next episode to see what we're talking about and also remember on instagram we've been posting actual images from the various manga we've talked about so if you go on our instagram site you'll see the manga we're talking about if it's worth checking out or not either way guys thank you for listening i hope you're doing well have a great week. Have a great Valentine's Day. And if you're listening to our movie, or sorry, our motion picture review, we're still going through our Bond reviews. And specifically, we've got two awesome ones this week. We've got Thunderball, which is not that great, and You Only Live Twice. We're also going to be doing the review for Harley Quinn and for Little Women. Yes, Little Women. So stay tuned for that. So either way, hope you guys enjoyed. I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. Keep reading manga. See ya.